Well, good morning and welcome to the Team Glacken Monday Morning Motivational Call. This is Senior Master Coordinator Jennifer Glacken, and I'm going to be your moderator and host for this morning's call. Every single Monday we get together at this time to get our business off on the right foot, to be thinking about our Shackley business as we move forward into the week. And it's just important to remember, as I always say when I run these calls, that when you work in a corporate environment or you work a job, there's somebody who expects you to be there at a certain time. I'll use my daughter as an example. When she nannies for a family, they need her there at a certain time. If she doesn't show up, they can fire her or not hire her again because she's not doing what they need her to do. Well, in the Shackley business, we can't be fired, and that's part of the beauty of it. But it's also part of the challenge because we don't have the ability to, when we when we own our own business, when we are entrepreneurs, we don't have the ability to to really have anybody hold us accountable. I mean, I guess we have to hold ourselves accountable. It's not that we don't have the ability to. We have to hold ourselves accountable. We don't have a boss holding us accountable. We don't have somebody standing over our shoulder telling us we have to do something. We don't have a time clock to check in with. And so all of those things, while they are wonderful benefits of having a Shackley business, they can also be a challenge. And that's why we come together for our team calls and for the team meetings so that we can keep our head in the right place. So on a weekly basis, when we do these calls, we talk about business topics, we talk about uh, product topics, we do personal development topics, and today we're going to talk about the importance of three-way calls. And so three-way calls have been used by the team for a long time. Some people use them very effectively every single day of the week. Other people use them once in a blue moon. And then, of course, we've got some folks on the team who never use them. So we're going to talk about the importance of them and really how to use them. So I've got a little bit of background noise here. I'm going to try to figure out where that's coming from. I don't think I found it, but that's okay. Um, okay, so let's talk about the three-way call. So the purpose of a three-way call is to lean on your upline support to help you to either close the deal, maybe ask some questions that you are trying to figure out the answers to with your prospect. You know, maybe your prospect has said, yes, they're ready to start a Shackley business, and they're just not getting off the ground. Well, that's where an effective three-way call can come into play. It's also important to use the three-way call to show the team environment, to allow people to see that there's a team of people that you work with and are partnered with that are helping build the business. So it's not just you know, this, this new prospect who's going to join the team and they're going to be out there by themselves, but really they are a part of a larger collective team and just really helping them to see that and to be a part of that. So why don't we walk through a little bit. I, I know we've got some folks on here who use three-way calls all the time, and so I'm actually going to call on one of those. Um, Laureen, I know you use those all the time because I'm a part of those three-way calls consistently with you on your team. Do you want to just talk a little bit about your perspective of the three-way call and why you utilize it as much as you do? Sure thing, Jennifer. Um, first of all, three-way calls is uh, how I've been trained uh, in the network marketing business right from the beginning, and I'm so grateful that I had that insight early on. But what what I love about three-way calls is you can get questions answered uh, from a third party that maybe you couldn't get answered on your own. So you can lean on your upline to maybe ask the harder questions that, you know, maybe the timing is not right for you to ask or you're not feeling confident enough to ask. Um, in the process as you're building the relationship or trying to qualify somebody. So I use that. That's my number one, you know, that's my top gun, three-way calls, because with my upline I can 
uh, also get a better read of um, from 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 the upline, you know, what their feeling is around the person about where they're at. So it's a great way to collaborate and uh, see things that maybe you can't see on your own. Absolutely. 100% agree with you. And you know something, Lorraine, in this network marketing industry, you said that you were trained early on in the network marketing industry to use the three-way call. And really, the three-way call is a foundational element of this business. And I think sometimes people are uncomfortable using the three-way call or they don't quite know how to use the three-way call. And that's really why we're having this as a topic today, because I want to make sure everyone on the team understands the benefits and that we understand how to utilize it. So is there anybody else who's using the three-way call consistently that would like to add anything to what I've already shared or what Lorraine just shared? Hey there, it's Teresa. Hey there. Um, and I'm sorry, I jumped on a minute late, so if I repeat something you guys have shared, I apologize for that. Um, I really appreciate the three-way call from first that edifies you as a leader, so the um, – you know, the person you're on has the opportunity to edify you um, at some point during the call. But I, I like to use it a lot for training. It's been very helpful um, to get feedback back from, especially Jennifer when we're doing it, to get feedback and say, hey, this is where I think the person's at. Let's strategize on the next steps on where to take them because you have a different eye on the call, you know, somebody else with you uh, to see where they're sort of at, to, you know, to strategize on the next steps, and it's been very helpful. And um, we've actually done where we've had four people on the call. So, you know, bringing in, or five people bringing in when we have different leaders on the call also. And it's great later to be able to strategize on where we're all at or where this person's at and how we're going to move them forward. Because that's really what all of this is about, is taking them a step forward each time, right? It is, and that's the whole purpose of a three-way call. And the three-way call, let me just sort of clarify also, because I think sometimes we're thinking that it's just on the phone. We can do a Zoom, I, I don't really even know what you call Zoom, Zoom webinar, Zoom FaceTime, whatever. Um, but, but I like to use Zoom as my three-way call mechanism because I like to see body language. I like to see faces. It just gives more of a team feel. Now, Zoom doesn't always work. There's times that people are in the car and they can't get on a Zoom, which is fine. And so the phone call works just as well. But, you know, Teresa, when you were just mentioning five people, that was really impactful when we had five people on because it was you. You had a brand-new distributor on who was bringing two potential prospects on with her. And so we, there were five people there, and it was really important that we did that in the Zoom format just because I was able to then see some things maybe that I wouldn't have seen otherwise. So really, really important, and, and I agree with everything that you shared. Anybody else want to share some of the benefits of doing the three-way call, some of the reasons why maybe you use the three-way call? Hi, Jennifer. It's Tina. Hey there. Hey, good morning. I think one of the things that I really like about it, too, is that it gives the new person courage and strength to move forward with their business <laughs> without feeling like they have to know everything. So rather than them pausing or waiting because they're like, ooh, I don't know if I could do this call because I'm not sure about this, I'm not sure about this. Doing the three-way call gives them the ability to go faster because they have someone there to support them if they get into a bind or they don't know the answer to a question. So I think um, it can be incredibly powerful from that perspective. It really can be. And, and when we use our uplines for whatever reason we need to use them, sometimes we, we could do the call ourselves, and, and probably nine times out of ten you could do the call yourself. 
but by bringing an upline in, you bring in that validation. You give your upline a chance to edify you. You give your upline a chance to sort of maybe see some things that you didn't see in the situation. When you do need help, you've got the upline support there to help you to maybe do the call if you're uncomfortable in that call, or maybe this is one of your chicken list prospects and you want some help with it. So lots and lots of reasons to do a three-way call. And I just can't stress it enough that three-way calls are not a sign of weakness because some people think, oh, gosh, I, I should be able to do it myself. And even if you can do it yourself, bringing in a third party is so important in this business and in this industry if you want to duplicate, and especially if you want to duplicate quickly, because you're up, you're, the person that you're, you're prospecting is seeing how to build the business based on how you do it. And so if you are not utilizing three-way calls, your new prospect thinks they have to do everything all on their own, just like you're doing it all on your own. When you bring in an upline or an upline's upline or a couple of uplines, what it does is it shows them that there's team support, we all work together, and that they can also get help. So it's so important. So let's talk about some of the challenges that people have had. Maybe you've had a challenge getting a three-way call set up. Maybe you've been challenged just with three-way calls in general, and you have some questions about logistics and how they work. What are some questions around this? And we do have a little bit of background noise. If you're working around in the kitchen or if you are making some noise in the background, if you can just mute your phone while you do that, and then you can unmute when you want to talk, that would be really helpful. So who would like to share maybe some of the challenges you've had just even thinking through how to do a three-way call? Anything that you'd like to ask, talk about? Jennifer, it's Laureen. Hey there. Hey there. Um, I think one of the challenge is, challenges uh, for me is, you know, obviously we, we are being taught um, how to qualify people. So we try to bridge the gaps on... Uh, you know, doing whatever we can to um, support that person showing up on the call, right? In other words, you know, we want to qualify them where they're actually, you know, getting on the call because they're open or looking for something, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so I've I've learned how to uh, ask some of the harder questions uh, when setting up a three-way call uh, like, you know, if if I uh, schedule the appointment, can you confirm via text or phone call that you receive my message? So, um, you know, as I'm, you know, like if I'm booking it with you or booking it with Tony and saying, you know, because uh, your time is valuable as, as, as the prospect's time is valuable, right? Mm-hmm. And I do that quite a bit. And the last week two people did not show up on the three-way call, right? So mm-hmm. my question to you is, and obviously, you know, there's there's isms around our business, like we don't stop calling until they tell us not to or whatever, right? right. And right. Um, my question to you is really reshaping the posture on the next message really to weed them I guess for me, it, it, it's starting to feel like the more confident I get, the more I want to weed them out if they don't qualify, right? Right. So the question is the posturing on that next communication. Um, mm-hmm. You know, how would you go about that? 
Well, I think there's some, there's some keys when we think about the posturing. And so we don't want to ever look like we're chasing somebody down. We don't want to ever look like they are our only prospect because, of course, that doesn't look good if we only have one person who might be interested in the business. And so we have to have posture around confidence in that, you know, we've got a lot going on, and if you want to talk to us, great, we'll try to fit you in. But if you're not interested, that's fine as well, and you can tell me that you're not interested. So sometimes giving people permission around it. But I don't typically, so if somebody misses a three-way call, I will reach out and say, so sorry that you missed the call today. I had, you know, Jennifer or Tony on the call, and I know their time is super valuable. And so if, in fact, you'd like to get on the phone with them, we're going to have to schedule it because they're pretty booked up for the next week or so. So what you're doing is you're not you're putting a priority and a value on the leader's time as well as your own time. By you know we're all busy people here, but it, we certainly you know if somebody forgot or they had a life circumstance. We certainly want to have grace around that. So it's a little bit of a balancing act, especially the first time somebody misses a call. If it becomes a chronic thing, if they miss the second call, I typically take them out of the picture. And so my conversation with somebody who missed the call a second time would be, you know, something, Lorraine, thanks so much for your interest in Shackley. And obviously we've had two calls scheduled now that you have not elected to be on. If you ever decide in the future that you would like to pursue this, please reach back out to me. So I take them out of the picture. And usually when you take something away from somebody, they want it more. And so that person is probably going to pursue you if, in fact, they really are interested in Shackley. So I don't know if that gives you some ideas around, you know, the posturing piece, and maybe you want some more details. So I'll just be quiet here for a second and let you ask any other question you have around that. No, that that really uh, is is uh, exactly what I was looking for, and I don't know if uh, you can just, you know, maybe now is not the time, but if you can repeat those two responses, I think they're really amazing. Okay, so for the first response, it's more of a check-in. So you know something. Lorraine, we had a call scheduled today at 3 o'clock. You missed the call, and so I I, I hope that you're okay. You know, obviously we want to make sure the person's okay, so I hope that you're okay. And if you're still interested in pursuing Shackley, I would love to get you on Jennifer's calendar or Tony's calendar, whoever's calendar you had them on, because they're very busy as I am. They've got a busy week this next week with all my appointments, and so we want to see if we can get you slotted in this week or next week, if at all possible. So what you're doing is you're just making it sound like, you know, everybody's really busy right now, and, and boy, you missed an opportunity. We had this person available for you to answer your questions or whatever the, the purpose of the call was. And and if you're still interested, it's sort of trying that, you know, are you are you interested or not? Because if you're not, let's, let's get you unqualified. And, Maureen, I'm with you 100%. I want a yes or a no. I don't want a maybe. And, and I know so often when you're new in the business, we want anybody who fogs up a mirror because we're just so excited. We want somebody to join us. As my business has grown, I want a yes or a no. I don't have time for the maybe. I don't have time to try to drag somebody across the finish line. So if it's a no, great. It doesn't mean I won't touch base with them down the road. They're still going to be in my tickler system, but I'm not going to be pursuing them. I don't feel like they're in my in my um, hopper. They're not in the, the prospecting chamber, so to speak. I'm not working on them. Um, but if they're a yes, they are. So it takes my time and energy around that. So that was the first one. The second response back is really more of a, you know something, Laureen, 
thanks so much for your interest in Shackley. Um, we've had two calls scheduled so far, and you have elected not to be on those, or, or however you want to say that. I like to use you've elected not to be on those because I, I think that's a little bit of posturing saying, hey, you chose not to be here type thing, but you've elected not to be on them. If, in fact, in the future you decide that you're interested, great. Um, you can reach back out to us when that time comes. So what you're doing is you're you're just you're saying I'm not calling you anymore. I'm not reaching out anymore. This is this was it. Thanks for your interest. Thank you so much. That's fantastic. Yeah, because I, I I very much am committed to um, honing in on the follow up time if somebody isn't interested because I'm getting clearer and clearer that it takes away from new conversations if you're sitting on the same conversation. Right. Well, and when you feel like somebody's interested and you've got that name, it's sort of that emotional energy that comes with it also, because all of our prospects are taking some of our emotional energy and our intellectual energy, right? It's, it's like we're thinking them through, okay, now what's the next step with this person? How am I going to get them to move forward in the process? And if they're not interested, we want them out of the hopper. Places to go and people to see. There are hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people out there who want what we have. They truly do. They want what we have. There are people who are praying for this opportunity. There are people who are at night going to sleep and going, oh, my gosh, this is what I'm looking for. And as a matter of fact, and and I don't want to put anybody on the spot, I believe there's somebody on this call, and I'll let you speak up if you want to, who just did a prospecting call last week where the person said that they were praying for this opportunity. Is anybody willing to share that if that was the case, that you had somebody last week that was saying that to you? Yeah, Jennifer, this is Tina. That was me. I did, uh-huh, and I it, was, it, was, it, was so, it was so interesting because, you know, we've heard that on calls before. Not only have you said it, but other master coordinators and presidential master coordinators have said that, and and you're always like, yeah, half of you is like, oh, sure, they're praying for what we have, you know, on your dark days. And then the other days, you're like, of course, they're praying for what we have. So to actually have someone use that exact phrase, like I've had people before have been like, wow, this is great. This is what I've been looking for. But, but the person actually said, I have been praying for this. This is exactly what's been missing for me. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so it was, it, was a, it was a really good reminder that you know, I'm being selfish if if I don't share this with people. If I let my fear stop me or whatever else gets in my way, I could be hurting someone else. And that's the opposite reason of why I want to do this business. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it sort of goes back to what I was saying on Saturday, on the Saturday team call, and I hope everybody had a chance to listen to that. But when I, when I was saying, you know, people, we can present this business big or small, but it's our opportunity, it's our obligation, and I really believe it's a moral obligation, to share it with everyone. Just put it out there. Let people make a decision. There are going to be people who really believe in this, and there are people who aren't. And, Tina, you also had a prospecting call last week where the person said, I can't see myself ever getting passionate about this. So we get mm-hmm. both sides. There are people who are praying for it and people who say, you know, I, I don't think I could get passionate about this because I'm just not interested in health and wellness. Okay, both sides of the coin. But we're, we are looking for the people who are praying for this. We are looking for the people who are passionate. You may have to go through 100 people. And I was actually told by a master, um, I can't remember who it was at this point. I'm sure it will come to me later. But I was told by a master to do 100 business plans. And once you've sat down with 100 people and you've shared the business, you should have enough people in your hopper that you could build a master coordinatorship. So 100 business plans. 
So when you think about that, it gives you a number to sort of tick off and to check off and say, okay, this is how I'm going to get through. I'm going to get through 100 business plans and 100 three-way calls, 190-day plans, you know, just, just having something to check off that guides you and gives you just confidence that, okay, I've had, I've had 88 no's or I've had 52 no's. That's fine. I've got a bunch more to talk to. Okay, who else would like to share either a question or a concern, maybe something that's come up for you with three-way calls, or maybe you've hesitated to do them for a reason and you're, you're still struggling with what, what's the reason to do them. Anybody have a question or a comment or willing to share a piece about how you're thinking about the three-way call? Jennifer, just one quick thing. I don't mean to dominate, but I, I think this is really important, and it's something that Tony has taught me, and I think it really mm -hmm. applies here. Mm -hmm. You know, um, in reference to the three-way calls, you, you mentioned early on that it's the foundation of our business if we're actually building a business because we build it as a team, right? This is not a business that, technically speaking, you can build all by yourself, right? The nature of the business right, is... Right. A te teamwork, right? Mm -hmm. And he said, if if somebody really wants to get business results, obviously three-way calls is a foundational part of each and every day, right? And mm -hmm. he said, if we were in business together, if you and I bought a franchise together, and we spent five hundred thousand on the franchise, how many times a day do you think we would be speaking? as business partners, and I said at least three or four times a day. He said, absolutely. Right. He said the foundation of our business is to encourage people to reach out because that's who we know who our real business partners are, and that's how we know who to help. So launching from the three-way call and taking that business perspective into play it kind of just makes it part of a daily discipline. So it has really helped me. Fantastic way of describing it, and I appreciate you sharing that because it is true. The people who are reaching out to me and saying, Jen, I need your help building my business, those are the people that I'm helping build the business. I'm not looking – you know, it, it goes back to the dragging somebody across the finish line. If somebody doesn't raise their hand and say, hey, I've got all these prospects, I've got, I, I need to do three-way calls, I need to do 90-day plans, I need your help over here, I need your help over there, whatever it is that they need help on, those are the folks that are raising their hand and saying they're building the business. If I'm having to reach out and call somebody to try and get them activated and moving forward, that's me trying to drag them across the finish line. And, and really, none of us want to drag anyone across the finish line, and there are enough people who are growing and building. Now, there are a lot of times people who call you because they're complaining, and, and those people can call you three or four times a day and complain also. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the people who are in action and in action-oriented things that include you as an upline. So the three-way call is just a great gauge for who's in action because when you have people to talk to, and, and I'll, I'll even use another caveat here. You know, we've talked a lot about the grand openings, and we've talked about doing those calls up front. When you've got an active business partner who is talking to people, following up with people, that's the person that I want to be in community with talking them through what happened on those calls, what worked well, what didn't work well. Sometimes people think, oh, you know, Jennifer's going to help me with my grand opening, and then I'm not going to talk to her again. No, we want to talk through the follow-up, how we're moving people through the process. What's the next step with each of these people? Where are they all at? 
So what happens is we build the team together. And so it goes back to what, Laureen, you were saying. We're building our business. We're building our foundation. As a team, we are all building something that will last a lifetime. We are going to go through life together. We will be at global conferences together. We'll be on dream trips together. We'll be on top achiever trips together. We will be in community. I'll be in your market helping you grow your team and your business. There's so many aspects of what we do that we're building together, and it's so important that we are in community on a regular basis. So can't say that enough. So thank you, Lauren. And I just, I just probably talked too long about it, but I feel very passionate about it. So who else would like to add something about the three-way call? Um, anything else that's been sparked inside of you? Anything that you're thinking right now on this call? Let me give a couple of tips about effective ways to book three-way calls with your upline. Um, and this is, this is my preference, and so I would also recommend that you talk to your business partners if you've got some, you know, a, a couple of folks in the lineage that you're using for three-way calls. I really prefer if somebody talks to their prospect and gets three times that are available for that prospect to talk. And, and it's better if it's not just 2, 2.30, or 3 today because those are all right back in a row on the same day. It just makes it a little the, – the likelihood of me being available during one of those three times is a little lower than if it's three separate times and maybe even two different days. Um, because what you're trying to do is you don't want to have to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth over and over again. So if you talk to your prospect, you get three different times that are available. You reach out to me if, if in this example – and typically, if it's three different times, I can find one of those to make work, and we get it booked. Now, some things are really quick calls. Other things are going to be a little bit longer. If you're doing a Zoom, the recommendation is you as the upline who's bringing the prospect to the call that you would set up the Zoom so that when I'm done, because I'm coming in for a brief edification, I'm coming in for a brief couple of asking questions, maybe that you wanted to introduce me, something like that, and maybe even I'm doing the 90-day plan. But I can then drop off, and you as the upline can stay on with your prospect and finish off the call. You're still the leader of your team, and so you setting up the Zoom and you coordinating that shows a piece of the leadership, but it also allows you to stay on um, even before and after the call, for example. So just an important piece. So you'd set up the Zoom, give your upline, uh, in this case me, a couple of different options for time, and then we get it booked, and we do the three-way call, and we just keep moving forward with your prospects and building your team. Any questions or comments on that? And, and it doesn't have to be that topic specifically. Is there anything that's coming up for you? And we've got lots of folks on the call here at different levels in your business. Um, I want to make sure that if you have any questions about three-way calls, that you're getting them asked and answered this morning because we want you to utilize them. And I also don't want anybody to feel like you have to use a specific person in your upline lineage. Let's just say that you're not comfortable reaching out to me, for example. Let's say you don't think that I'm the right person to get on the phone with a prospect. That's fine. Use somebody else in the upline lineage. If you don't, if you don't think that your direct upline is the right person to pull on the call and you think that maybe I've got a better connection, maybe it's somebody who homeschooled and you go, oh, I know Jennifer homeschooled. That would be a good connection, connecting point. Pull me on. 
really important that you find the right person for the conversation and that you are able to utilize somebody. You, you want to be utilizing the three-way call. So if you're uncomfortable with something in that, in that process, make sure you figure out what the pieces that you're uncomfortable with so that you can utilize the three-way call. Really, really important to use this. Okay. Well, I appreciate everybody who did speak up, and I'm sure that there's a lot of food for thought flying around in everybody's head. Make sure that as you're building a network marketing business that you are utilizing the three-way call technique. Um, We will be here same time, same place next Monday, so I hope you have a fabulous Shackley week. We're rolling into the last few days of October. Finish October strong. We are in the last three months of this year, 2019, and you want to make sure that whatever goals you set for yourself at the beginning of the year, that you're really looking at that and how you're going to make that a reality by the end of the year. You've got plenty of time. So let's make sure that we move forward. Any questions you have, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I hope you have a blessed day, and we'll talk to you guys same time, same place next week. Goodbye, everybody.